We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Husker Hoops back in action tomorrow night against Maryland at PBA, trying to get their second conference win of the year. We're joined now by Husker Alliance, Robin Washington. Good morning, Robin. We're trying to understand what happened last week. Nebraska looks good for 40 minutes as they beat Minnesota by double digits at PBA on Wednesday, and then Sunday happens where they trail by as many as 36 points in the second half to Iowa and lose by 23. Can you... Do you know exactly what happened, Robin, going from Wednesday playing well to Sunday, just you know, being all out of sorts once again with this team? Uh, I don't know how to pinpoint exactly why it happened. I just was not surprised that it happened because that's been who Nebraska has been all season long, where there's been not a single, single semblance of consistency between one game from the next. Um, so for them to play well in one game and then four days later have one of their worst games of the season, um, I guess shouldn't be all that surprising at this point. That's kind of who this team is to where you never know what you're going to get from these guys when it comes to um, effort, intensity, and um, executing whatever the respective game plan might be. So um, you know, certainly it was uh, frustrating, but I think that that, that week – kind of embodied what this entire season has been and um, it's kind of more of the same and it was really kind of a, <laughs> a real uh, perfect example of just kind of how frustrating it has been for everyone involved with Nebraska basketball watching this season. Yes, in a, in a remarkable season, in a remarkable remarkable in that they've lost at an astounding rate. How, mm-hmm. how has Fred's demeanor how would you characterize fred hoiberg's demeanor during this remarkable season yeah i mean he's not the type of guy that's gonna wear his emotions on his sleeve but i can promise you he's this has been as hard on him as anybody because um you know if you you know him you know he's a ultra competitor um he's used to being successful in his basketball career Uh, he's been able to basically achieved the highest points in almost every other stop he's been to. And now this has been uh, about as bad as anyone could possibly have imagined. So uh, it's, it's been hard on him and um, it's definitely taken a, a toll on him. And, you know, I think he's at this point now where he doesn't really have a lot of answers left with this group. He's tried a lot of different things. Um, you know, maybe not stuck with some certain things that as long as he should have, but, you know, I guess, uh, his, his emotions and his demeanor right now are uh, tired, <laughs> worn out, and I'm sure uh, at this point ready to to turn the page on this season and try to find uh, some some better solutions going into the offseason. Yeah, they're obviously still trying to recruit Robin because they, you know, at Res of right now he's still the head coach until he's not, and he has a contract here for next season, a big buyout. There would be reasons to to not let him go. So I'm I'm curious what. What are recruits saying right now about Nebraska? You know, being one in you know one in thirteen in conference play and and last in the conference. And and are there any new any new names on the horizon that are overlooking the situation, saying I'm I'm still interested there? Yeah, I mean the reality is Nebraska still provides a lot of opportunities um, for kids that um, you know maybe don't get caught up in the record as 
other players might. Um, you know, they're still going to be on pace to produce their second draft pick in as many years. So that's a recruiting pitch. Um, you know, you're still playing in the Big Ten. You still have top flight facilities. So, um, you know, I, I think that there's still stuff that they can pitch despite how disappointing the last three years have been. But, um, you know, I guess the good news for, for right now is their 22 class is basically done when it comes to high school level recruits. And so now, uh, any other remaining spots to be filled with transfers and transfers a lot of times have different priorities because one is their second round through the recruitment and two, they're looked at as being immediate impact type players and you, know, you can sell them on the opportunity to play right away and, and help turn things around. So there's ways to recruit around that, but the longer term um, recruiting is probably going to have maybe a little bit more impact as far as Nebraska's lack of success, like with the 23 class. You know, they were in on some elite-level players. You go back to this summer, the official visitors they were bringing on campus, um, I mean, you're talking about top 10, top 15, uh, top 50-level players that were coming in almost every other weekend. And right now, uh, I don't think there's much remaining interest from those types of players in, in what Nebraska's selling right now. So um, that can obviously change, but certainly Nebraska, before this season, was in a relatively legitimate position to compete for uh you know some of the best players in the 23 class and now i don't know if that's the case anymore in fact i'm pretty confident saying that it's not uh until they start winning because you you can sell nba and facilities and all that stuff uh but those types of players if they're going to go to college um you know they need someone that can get them to the league but they also want to compete for championships right now nebraska is not even in the same universe to as some other schools to, to offer that tomorrow night um, Friday night, Nebraska, 8 p.m. tip-off against Maryland. What do you expect in terms of an atmosphere? And what what do you have any kind of oh sort of scouting report in a nutshell on Maryland? Well, as far as the atmosphere, um, I mean, they'll still be the same four or five thousand diehards that come to every game, no matter what. Same people that were in the the drudges of the Devaney years are still going to come out. And, you know, it is a Friday night. It is late. But, you know, they'll still be your typical low-end Nebraska crowd. Um, as far as the energy, you know, I will say that that Minnesota game, you want yeah. to talk about, like, a, a terrible matchup. And that was, that was in the middle of the week, you know, like it was Wednesday. So it was right. – um, that was actually a decent crowd. Okay. I mean, as far as the energy was. there wasn't The numbers weren't good great, energy, but – but they brought a lot of enthusiasm, and I think the fans that were there were still supportive and wanting to cheer for uh, you know a successful product. So if Nebraska gets out to a good start, I imagine the people that are there are going to provide that same type of energy. And you know that's just that's just kind of what Nebraska's always had as a basketball program, even as bad as they've been and for as long as it's been, those fans have always turned out. Um, and so it, in that big arena, it stands out that maybe it's not nearly as full as it, as it has been in previous years, but the, the diehards will be there. As far as what Maryland brings, you know, they've gone through uh, about as much uh, uh, tumult as, as anybody in the conference with, you know, kind of running their coach out of town um, and then having Danny Manning take over. And uh, they've really uh, underachieved uh, as much as we've seen compared to what Maryland basketball stand- standards are. Um, so they've they've had some moments where you know they've looked okay. Um, they've also had some moments where just go back to last week when Iowa you know basically shot them out of their own gym. Jordan Mahanan 
went off for 10 three-pointers and just absolutely embarrassed them. So they've had those types of losses as well. So this is a another opportunity. You know, I'll put it in another one of those same veins as, you know, the Minnesota, as, uh, you know, Rutgers at home. Uh, you know, those types of matchups where, on paper, this is at least an opportunity for Nebraska. It's not one of those you look at and say, well, Nebraska's going to lose no matter what. Uh, the, there's a lot of things Nebraska has to do right, but if they play like they did against Minnesota, and that's a, an op, a, a tangible evidence of when you do what you're supposed to do, that's the result you're going to get. So if they can find a way to, to, to bottle up everything they did in that game and apply it to Maryland, they are going to have a chance to win. But if they look like they did against Iowa and uh, play this, uh, you know, disheveled hero ball offense. It doesn't matter if it's Maryland or um, you know Michigan State or whatever. They're they're going to get beaten and they're going to get beaten soundly. So I think it's not so much about what Maryland does. It's all about what Nebraska does tomorrow night. Okay, Robin, good always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Yep. See you later, guys. Husker yes. Lions, Robin Washington. Yes, Huskers trying to get their second conference win. There's a chance tomorrow night, but as Robin said, you know Nebraska needs to play team ball, not me ball. They played team ball against Minnesota, and that was fun to watch. They were up by double digits the whole game. You know? Hit threes, played defense, got not steals. the whole game, were they? Most, well, not most of the game. Minnesota they were up by closed it plus. to seven, yeah. yeah. A lot of the game, they're up by double no, digits. I just want you to be more accurate. I said most of the game. <laughs> Mr. Accurate. <laughs> We know you're never accurate in trivia, so let's try that one now. Zing! Shots fired. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 464-5685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. You have no Schaefer to help you out today. You actually lost with him again this week on Tuesday. So you're on your own. I did break the streak yesterday, though, right? You did, yeah. You're, you are right now on a one-game heater Yeah. instead of a six-game losing streak. Feel the heat. Today is a throwback Thursday. I'm gonna. There's, there's no music. There's no songs involved in terms of audio. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you. This is '80s bands okay, today for sweet. Throwback Thursday. So I will give you a popular song name. You tell me the band that sang that. I'm surprised you didn't put together a little collage of songs. I was very busy yesterday. Didn't oh, have time. Okay. Everybody's busy, Jake. I know. Well, it's the way it is. All right, four six four five six eight five. Shut up, simple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Who thinks they know 80s bands by song names? 464-5685. Sip feels okay about this. Yeah, lines are jacked. Uh, you are 1-2 on the week. You were last week 1-4. You are now five games below 500. This would be a big step in the right direction for you. Yes. You feel good, Scott? How do you feel about uh, 80s? Uh-oh, Scott's not there. Try somebody else. His boss Scott, came by the desk. It might have happened. Yeah. It's very possible. You never know what happened there. His boss came by. Yep. So what was, are you on the phone with the You're playing radio Shut Up Simple? I, I was just listening to You're the call. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> His workflow's been disconnected now. Everything's gone for, for Scott. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't go with 70s bands. Why did you choose the 80s? Well, I've done 70s bands before. And I, I'm good at that one. Right. 
I mean, I, I can't do it every time. Yeah. I'm, I just, I, I'd feel better if you had the song. Like the, the real song. All right. Trent, how do you feel about 80s bands today? Well, I'm pushing 50 years old, so I got a chance, I think. Okay, well, wait a second. You're pushing 50? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Trent. So you're so around in the 80s. Okay, yeah. So he we were both there. around in the 80s, so this should be an even matchup. All right, Trent. First question goes to you. What 80s band sang Take It On The Run? That Ario Speedwagon? Yes. Nice job, it Trent. Ario Speedwagon. Yeah, that was an easy one. Yep. It was. That's from Ozark, too. <laughs> it is. Okay, yeah. sip uh, for the tie. This one should be easy also. What 80s band sang Centerfold? Oh, the Jay Giles band. Great song. Great song. Good yeah, job. Two layups there. Two yeah, layups. Good, good choices, though. Those are great 80s Okay, Trent, for the lead, your last question. What 80s band sang Eye in the Sky? Oh, interesting. Oh, Oh. yeah. I'm going to guess I have sticks. Not sticks. Yeah, go ahead, sing it for us. Looking for you, I can read your mind. Um, right? Maker of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the band. I don't think. Let me. Um, you don't need to tank this. You go negative. You'll, you'll lose your point. Okay. I'm going to pass. Tell me it's not Toto. It was not Toto. So you passed. It was the Alan Parsons Ooh. Project. Yeah. You're saying serious. Didn't have, you know? that. didn't have that. All right. Sip for the win. Your last question. Here we go. What 80s band sang Everybody Wants to Rule the World? Staring in the distance, deep thought. Everybody wants to rule the world. What 80s band sang that? Five seconds or else Trent can steal this and win himself. Five. Like an English band. Four. I think I got it. Three. It's one of two. Two. Tears for fears. Tears for fears. Tears for fears. Tears for fears? Yeah. Three attempts at getting. I I knew you were on the right page, but I let you get it. Tears for Fears is correct. Two wins in a row. Trent, thanks for calling. We'll get you a bagel and a coffee, but call in down the road. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you, Trent. Yes. Victory. You you said Tears for Threers. (laughs) Tears for Thrills, something like that. But I said, okay, you're right there. Keep trying. Tears Tears for for fears. Fears. Yeah, tears for fears. Yeah, you're like tears for threers. Yeah, that's a what, tough one. Threer is not a word. Those were tough. Alan Parsons' project was really tough. Uh, Real, eh, yeah. Not DP a lot of people would, would get di- that. I bet DP, DP would disagree. Would he he probably those all, I bet he thought all those were easy. He'll join us next segment for the spillover. Um, tiebreaker, you you have a chance now on a winning week, by the way. You were 0-2 on Tuesday. Now you're 2-2. On Thursday. So 55 and 59. That's right. On a two-game win streak. Harrison, make sure you get that board updated. Uh, okay. What is the radio length and time of Centerfold by Jake Allen? Short song. Okay, let I me need, think about this. I need minutes and seconds. Yeah, it's a please. short song. Um, I would say it's, it's, it's shorter than most songs. Yeah, it's short. Um, I'm going... Yeah, I'm going two minutes and six seconds. 
That's really short. Yeah. Three minutes and 36 seconds oh, didn't think it would be is the uh, time of Yeah, 2.06 would be too short. That'd be really. I, I wonder if there's any song that they play on the radio that's too Yeah, there's some that are short. 2.06, though? That was a bad guess. I just feel like Runaway was short by the Traveling Wilburys. And yeah. Who, who, they who played that on the radio? Before that. Yeah, they played the, yes, they played that on the radio. You disparage that band way too often. <laughs> There's so many they great play traveling we, we, we on the have, radio. We have really? had so many debates on these airwaves about how good that band is, and you just dump on them all the time. You know, Tom Petty was in that band. I know that. And you're and you're taking a dump on the band. <laughs> Why you could come up with a better phrase than taking a dump? You uh, and it's my play. Say, oh God, here we go, here here we go. It's a great great music. Yeah, it's thrown together, guys, and that's what it, it sounds and like. it worked, and it works well because it's awesome. It's thrown together. I can't believe it. You still just disparaged them. Sick. You're sick. Not great a big band. fan of that band. If they were touring, if, you know, if I was alive, yeah, back when they were together, yeah, I would have gone to see the Traveling Wilburys many times. Well, there's the acid test. You would you would travel to see them. Right. Yeah, it is. That Come is on. the that is no. Yeah, that's, that's not the, the acid, acid test. test. I would travel no, to not. see them. No, it's not. I would travel to see the traveling Wilburys. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was a win, Jay. It's a win. Two and two in the week. We'll bring in DP and Jay for the spillover next on Early Break on the Ticket.